Hey, how's it going? It's Robin Smith, and it's time for the Robin Smith Show for Sunday, December 24th, 2023. Merry Christmas Eve, everyone. Welcome all. Uh, if you're new here, thanks for tuning in. Uh, and if you're a returning listener, thanks for listening. Uh, this is my podcast, and I sound, I sound different because I got the newest China virus. Um, apparently, my father-in-law says there's this like, new... I don't even think it's COVID. It just might just be like some new bug or whatever in there. I don't know if the World Health Organization can track this stuff. I don't even know. I don't know, but I'm hearing secondhand through my wife. She's like, my dad says there's this thing coming out of China, and it's new, and it's pretty bad. And Excuse me. (coughs) A lot of my colleagues uh, got sick, and they, like, some of them got laryngitis. Both my daughters got double ear infections. What am I doing right now? I'm I'm kind of bitching about health, but I'm curious. Are, are you all? Uh, it's the time of year, right? It's cold and flu season, so it's not abnormal. But has have you all experienced a, sort of a, something new? Because I set a new record here. So last time, if you tuned in to the last episode, December third, um, I felt like I was getting sick. I'm still I'm on like day thirteen of antibiotics. Um, this is the slowest recovery that I have ever had in, in my recent memory. Um, both my daughters got double ear infections. Colleagues of mine, you know, uh, were, were reporting laryngitis. For me, it didn't go to my larynx. It just like, went to the bottom of my lungs and set up camp. Um, tried to knock this thing out. Like Eventually, I was coughing up blood, and I was like, let me go to the doctor. I probably need to call in the Harry Truman pharmaceutical nuclear bomb, uh, get some penicillin. Penicillin didn't knock this thing out. She said, okay, let's up it. Let's put you on steroids and doxycycline. And so now <clears throat> my poor gut farmers have been bombarded constant. I, I, I don't know, day 14, day 13 of antibiotics. Anyway, Merry Christmas. It's the Christmas season. How have your holidays been? Have you, uh, have you attended family gatherings? Um, did you do all your Christmas shopping? I mean, by the time this comes out, it's, it is Christmas Eve, so I... I fucking hope you did your Christmas shopping. Um, it's lovely to get together with folks around the holidays. Uh, we just had our, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, my brother hosted, my brother and his wife uh, hosted the like an extended family gathering last night. And um, yeah, it's lovely. In fact, I think I seem to recall last year I asked listeners to submit uh, holiday drinks and my brother made this thing called, let me look it up here, Frosty the Snowman uh, Drink. Drinking game? No. Frosty the Snowman Drink Ingredients. Yeah, there it is. So two ounces of peppermint schnapps, two ounces vanilla rum, two ounces blue curacao, 10 ounces of Sprite, maraschino cherry. He had these little cocktail, he had these like, bag of uh, little uh, candy canes that you put in, you know, instead of like the umbrella or the sword or whatever you put in. And he was like, <coughs> and he was like, what am I going to do with all these extra candy canes? They, did, they only came in one size. I got had to get a count of a hundred. He's like, can I give some to your daughters? I go, uh, yeah, sure. My daughter, before we leave, my daughter like drops her candy cane. She's like, my candy cane broke. I'm like, oh, don't worry. Uncle Ryan's got <laughs> like 90 more of these things. Um, Anyway, <coughs> ah, 
Thank you to everyone who came out to Dawson's Market. Uh, thanks to Marilyn Spinadel. Uh, again, that was a local get-together and uh, the health and wellness kindness fair. And um, that was lots of fun. And I'm trying to think, again, because illness took me out. There's, I don't even know uh, what to cover here. Uh, I just knew that I wanted to jump on mic and, and <clears throat> share this space with you all one more time in the, the last episode of 2023. And... Uh, and, you know, it's I'm, I, I got to tell you, I'm excited. We're going to go. The, the grandmother, uh, my mom's wife, uh, got the girls, got our whole family tickets to go see Frozen at the big opera house at the Kennedy Center. So we're going to go. We just dropped the uh, news to the girls this morning and they're like, oh, my God. Yay. So <clears throat> I can't be on here too long, but um, I did want to share some things with you all. So, uh, number one, I want to share a track. So, uh, this is, um, I've had uh, Jimmy Stewart on the show before and I've shared other uh, tracks of his. This is from his album, Just Left of Beautiful. Uh, it's called Colorado and it features Derek Boom. Enjoy.
Colorado by the one and only Jimmy Stewart. I want to get him back on the podcast. Um, he's a great dude. He, um, what's the name of his band? He's got a new band. Um, I follow them on Instagram. Let me see if I can find it here. Do, 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 do. Um, hold on. I'm probably not going to find it. It's, um, I mean, with a name like Jimmy Stewart, when you search it, you just get a wonderful life. You know, you get the actor. What the fuck is the name of that guy's band? It's um something like uh, Quiet the Mountain. I think that's it. Hold on. Quiet the Mountain. Yeah. And um, Alfonso, Quiet the Mountain is the group um, acoustic pop folk duo. So it's Jimmy Stewart and um, Alfonso... Uh, Christian Alfonso. Um, so check them out on Instagram. Quiet the Mountain. Again, that's a separate group from the track I just played, but... <coughs> okay. Um, I, I do... I have another track that I want to share with you all, but I wanted to... Something inspired me to... I think several episodes ago, I, I wanted to um, share some content from my practices blog... I uh, I read oh that's right I read an article written by Dr Molly Scanlon she's funny that uh, I'm bringing that up because we all got together it's the holidays when people come into town uh, reconnected and uh, hung out with um, some friends of mine and Molly being one of them um, uh, am I making sense right now I'm I've gotten such little sleep because of this illness it's it's um, I don't even know I don't even know how this is gonna I hope I'm making sense to you all. But um, the point is, the point is, it's the steroids. I'm going to blame the steroids. Um, yeah, the last time I was on mic and reading from the blog, it was Molly's article. And something inspired me to want to share um, the most recent article I wrote. Uh, I say recent. I wrote this back in April, but I, I, I haven't read it to you all. So it's on exploring the internal family systems approach to therapy. For a long time listeners, you know that I've I've uh this model of psychotherapy has totally changed my life and I go on about it all the time. But um I just wanted to take this episode to read this article and it's I don't know, it's it was prompted to me by my my company's marketing team, they were like, we want you to write, you know, write an article that, uh, on, on this model that you practice that is, um, thorough, it, you know, instead of me just writing a blog, it's like the marketing team is like, here's how you want to write it. And so it's maybe the most thorough article I've written on the model in my, my understanding of it. And so, <coughs> yeah, great idea, Robin pick when you're coughing like a madman to read an article. What a great idea. Okay, well, that is my critical part talking, but I'm going to do it anyway. We're going to get through this. And um, and then on the other side of this, I want to share uh, another track uh, with you from the great Jason Cohen and Collapser. But So here is, um, this is called uh, Exploring the Internal Family Systems Approach to Therapy. Um. So this, this uh, actually just October of this year marks the 10-year anniversary since founding my uh, group practice, the Couple and Family Clinic. And um, 
when I founded it back then I was a solo practitioner and the practice was named your couples therapist. Yet I knew I wanted to build something larger. I envisioned a group practice that would be a professional home for providers in different stages of their careers. The practice has always aimed to destigmatize mental health. The assumption is that when we destigmatize, we increase access to care and leave our clients filled with more well-being and renewed energy to share the benefits of healing and transformation with others. Now, before therapists graduate from their programs, they usually need to develop a philosophy of therapy. This helps the developing provider share their rationale for why they help in the approach they do, and it helps them synthesize everything they learned in grad school and bring it to life in the consulting room. It also serves as a snapshot in time because as we grow as providers, our philosophies can change. I won't bore you with what mine was back then, but the article will help you understand what guides how I and other internal family systems or IFS therapists practice. Um, After I took one of the trainings in 2021, I was never the same again. (coughs) And I go on about it on and on on this podcast. Um, So what is internal family systems therapy? Internal family systems therapy is not like other models of psychotherapy. It is the most respectful and powerful model that I have found in my brief career as a healer. And fun fact, it happens to be well-suited as a model to help people navigate psychedelic-assisted psychotherapy, which is becoming more and more popular, as you may have noticed. Through the IFS lens, practitioners see their clients and everyone else in life as a system of parts led by a core self um, so first, let's talk about parts. Um, the, not, the mind is naturally multiple, and that's not a bad thing. Your parts are a sort of inner family or inner society. The part of you that wants to quit your job and go do what you've always wanted to do is not an impulse, a belief, or a dream. It is a full-fledged being. And if your skeptical uh, part is having a tough time digesting this claim, you can discover for yourself, either in therapy or on a psychedelic journey, that this claim is verifiable. Um, There are countless parts, but don't worry. In therapy, we're mostly only working with the parts that are burdened. In IFS, excuse me, just like members of a family, inner parts are forced out of their naturally valuable states into extreme roles. We're human. If you prick us, we bleed. So we come into this world with terribly vulnerable parts on board. When these parts get hurt, these are called exiles. We'll, We'll get to them in a minute. We have other parts that, quote, take up arms and vow never again. And so some parts take the role of protector. You can think of these parts as being seen by traditional psychotherapy as a coping mechanism or a defense mechanism. Um, These protective parts come in two classes, managers and firefighters. So managers protect you through preemptive measures to avoid you getting hurt, to avoid triggering your exiles. Firefighters protect you by springing into action the moment you've been hurt. So the moment your exile was triggered um, and get you away from the pain as quickly as possible. Let's take a brief, a very brief tour of some protectors that you may have encountered in yourself or someone you care about. So some common managers are like the perfectionist part, an analytical part, the inner critic, the people-pleasing part. Um, Some common firefighters would be like the binging part, the drinking part, the cutting part, the suicidal part. The roles these parts... I'm so sorry, I don't have a cough. Uh, Cough button. The roles these parts take on are extreme in nature because they are doing everything they can to keep you away from the pain that exiles are burdened with. 
I tell this people I tell this to people all the time. No one makes it out of childhood without experiencing feelings of terror and or humiliation. It is our na- it is our nature as vulnerable children to experience these feelings. It is normal, not pathological. We've all got exiles, and these exiles are left carrying the burdens of our past. In IFS, burdens are considered extreme beliefs and emotions that are in need of a software update. That is to say, they get stuck in the past, stuck in time. Cue the therapists, um, the provider's self and the client's self. So I say this to people all the time, like, I'm the co-pilot. The client is the real healer. I'm just, I'm the, I'm the co-pilot. So the, it's co-therapy between me and the, the client and then the client's self rather. Uh, and then their parts are really our clients. So the philosophy behind internal family systems, um, in the 1980s, family therapist, Dr. Richard Schwartz made a major contribution to the field of psychotherapy when he stumbled upon a unique process for how a human being can discover their core self. Note, the core self is common knowledge amongst many wisdom traditions and indeed psychedelic adventurers. Um, IFS is simply another pathway to experiencing firsthand embodiment of your true nature. The self of the therapist and the self of the client are the entities that do the healing in IFS therapy. (coughs) IFS clients heal and transform because of the healing nature of the self. When we look at a person as a collection of parts and self, it is no wonder why this approach to therapy is going to look radically different from other approaches. And there's a few more important things to say about the self. It is in everyone. It is our birthright. No matter how terrible of a childhood you had, the self is still in there, undamaged, not even dirtied. Remember that the exiles are the parts that take on the pain. It is because self cannot be damaged that self is the one who does the healing. Self is never in danger. Pretty unbelievable. I I imagine some of you are scratching your heads. Maybe some of you even, well, if you're still listening to me, you haven't tuned uh, tuned out, but... Um, it is unbelievable uh, how internal family systems is applied at the couple and family clinics practices. So what does the healing process look like, you may ask? Um, there are many demonstrations of IFS work available online. And instead of detailing a transcript of what it might look like, um, you have to see it for yourself to understand what this work entails. So budget for yourself an hour to watch a demonstration. And, you know, the link to the article I mean, this are, I'm reading this article and it has hyperlinks, so um, I will try to remember to put the the link for the demonstration for those of you who have never seen an IFS session before. Um, I'll put it in the show notes. Uh, let me open in a new tab so I remember that. Okay. Um, you'll see Dick Schwartz working with a client, befriending the client's protectors, getting them to open space inside, to step back in order for the client's core self to go back in time to when the original injury happened in the client's mind. They retrieve the exile who is stuck back there and bring it into the present day and help it to unburden, to release the extreme beliefs and emotions that it was carrying for decades. This does not mean that the person is re-experiencing the pain in an unbearable way. This healing process is about witnessing and letting go. The self helps us do this without being overwhelmed. Now, Dick is a master clinician. Every IFS therapist has their own unique system, their own sets of parts, Um, If you choose to work with me, for example, um, I will be doing my very best to get my parts to relax and let me stay in session so that myself can help to earn the trust of your protective parts in all likelihood, including the part of you who is reading this article or listening in this case, listening to the article. 
uh, then your protectors will be much more willing to step back and let you earn their trust as well. Uh, One thing I haven't said yet about self and how it is so effective at earning trust is that self shows the same qualities in all people. Self energy, as we say in IFS, shows up through these eight C words, confidence, calm, compassion, courage, creativity, clarity, curiosity, and connectedness. Now, curiosity is in bold for a reason. (coughs) You cannot get anywhere without curiosity. You must be curious. The client and the therapist benefit from internal family systems therapy. For the client, they are experiencing permanent healing of emotional wounds from their past. In many cases, folks are actually able to successfully go off of meds because the reason for the medication no longer exists in the person's system. The medication may have been needed to put the exile, quote-unquote, to sleep, or perhaps even put the protector to sleep, but because IFS reorganizes the parts, helps them to unburden, and transform back into their naturally valuable roles, this external pharmacological intervention becomes unnecessary. The same can be true for people who heal with plant medicines. Now, for the therapist, IFS buffers against clinician burnout. This was a huge selling point for me. I tell people now that when I go into session with my clients, when I go into supervision with my supervisees, when I enter the self-state, it feels rejuvenating. My my cup is not empty. It runneth over. Uh, The path toward healing. IFS therapy is not just a psychotherapy model. It truly is more of a psychospiritual life practice. One of my clients reflected this back to me once when I was just beginning working in this way, and one of my parts jumped up and got defensive trying to minimize this realization. Yes, it's true. When parts are involved, sometimes the client has more insight than the therapist. Having a unifying theoretical basis that provides a framework for assessing change is important in any approach to therapy. The providers at CFC, that's my practice, the couple and family clinic, span a healthy variety of different approaches. Healing doesn't just have one approach. And it is super important that you and your provider have a shared understanding and agreement on how you work together. And if you don't trust your provider, the work will be very limited indeed, I'm afraid. Are you still wondering how you should go about finding important changes in your life? I would invite you, as I often do with my clients and supervisees, to pay attention inside. That is the most important thing to do. Uh, Sorry, that is the most important thing to listen to. Bring curiosity forward. And if you find that is hard to do, I know a few IFS therapists who can help. Okay, that's the article. And now, without further delay, whoopsies, hold on. Goodness gracious. Um, boy, I just got taken over. Okay, now, which track is this? Parallel Destinies, yes, Collapser. Okay, so now, without further delay, um, this is Good and Bad from Collapser's album, Parallel Destinies. Enjoy.
Okay. That is it for me. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thanks for listening um, because it's the last episode of the year and it's Christmas Eve. And if you've been a long time listener of the show, you know to expect it. I have some cute little girls to sweeten up this audio track, to sweeten up this episode at the very end. Merry, Merry Christmas, everyone, and happy holidays and happy new year. Hope you all have a prosperous new year. Blessings to you all. Love you. And um, I'll see you in the new year. Smith Show is produced by me, Robin Smith. Executive produced by Robin and Kelly Glenn Smith at Team Robley. Theme song by The Very Small. The show is engineered by one of my alters, Games Nabisco. Listeners can get in touch by calling or texting the hotline at 301-458-0883. Messages can be sent to robinsmithshow at gmail.com. Don't forget to follow the show on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. Disclaimer. This podcast is for general information purposes only and does not constitute the practice of medicine, psychotherapy, or other professional healthcare services, including the giving of medical advice. Note, no therapist-patient relationship is formed. The use of this information is at the listener's own risk. The content of this podcast is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnoses, or treatment. Listeners should not disregard or delay in obtaining medical advice for any medical condition they have and should seek the assistance of their healthcare professionals for any such conditions.